We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, here we go once again in a Friday edition, a Red Friday edition from Las Vegas of Cody and Gold. As always, thanks to our friends at Papa Murphy's. Order online for the big game this weekend. Save $3 off any large or family-sized pizza with promo code 610 and by Shelter Insurance, an insurance company you can trust. Visit shelterinsurance.com to learn more. We have made it to Friday. We're inching closer and closer to kickoff of the Super Bowl here in Vegas. What's going on, guys? I'm feeling good. Yeah. Good to finally actually make it to a Red Friday, which I think is big. Um, and now it actually feels like maybe the game's real, like close. I'll be honest. Like, when you're on that Monday, you're like, oh, man, we're never going to get <laughs> to this game. This is going to take a lifetime if that's the case. But, no, we're actually we're right there. We're on the cusp of this thing now. And uh, Riddy Rose not quite buzzing oh, the way quiet, it was man, before. It's quiet right but now. But we'll see. Give it's, it time. Give it's, it time. It's quiet because it's, it's a Friday. You can tell people that have been here for a while, and you can also tell that uh, maybe people were out a little bit later last night, and Friday's a little bit quieter day. It definitely oh, honest, I was out later last night. Yeah, and we're going to get to that momentarily. Thanks so much, by the way, those of you, if you're a lot of people we met, listen on the Odyssey app that, that drove to Vegas, of course, to be here, even not go to a game, but just to be in Vegas at our party last night. We had it at Circa Resort Casino at Stadium Swim. We met one gentleman uh, who drove all the way from Gardner, Kansas, all right, so Woo. where Cody thinks I live, even though you guys joke to think I live so far south. I said south. you live in Olathe, yeah. not Gardner. Yeah, I don't you, think you live in, like, Stanley. Yeah, yeah, some people at the station think I live all the way in, <laughs> near Oklahoma's border. Um, but, no, he drove all the way from Gardner, Kansas, stopped at a couple of hotels on the way just to be in Vegas, just to experience that, and he came to our party last night, so I appreciate that. Chiefs fans uh, showed up. Uh, not as, what, two 49ers fans were actually at the, the party we hosted There was one Browns night. fan, so they were almost outnumbered by Browns fans. And then we'll have to – we have some beef with uh, – our sister station. I, yeah. I, 95-7 the game. Yeah, we might have to go talk to them at some point today. Yeah, where is their table? No show the party last huh. night. Yep, complete. They were afraid. They okay. were afraid. Just so, like Bill Romanowski. Yeah, we got a list of people. Cowards, if you're curious, uh-huh. from this year. Bill Romanowski, whose ass I would have kicked. <laughs> and now, 95-7 the game, whose ass I can still kick. Because mm-hmm. presumably, they'll be here. Yeah. They weren't even tough enough to show up last night. Nope. It doesn't matter. That means we won. We know how this works. We asked Cody and Gold listeners to... Show up to come to this party with us. And even though it was a bit chilly at Circus Swim last night, awesome time. We had a great time. Good show. Fun stuff. And, again, they held up. Our fans held up their end of the bargain. So towards the end of the party, we were talking a little bit. I went and made a little bet on the Vegas Golden Knights game again. Uh, if as long, if I was just betting Golden Knights games this week, I'd, I'd be feeling really, really good about how the week has gone. So we had that. Another another nice bet. Pete Sweeney was hanging out with us. He had some bets uh, on, on a basketball game last night. We went back to our hotel. You ended up going back out a little I bit did. later, and it turns out, to hang out with Pete Sweeney some more. So... Yeah, we all got back at 9.15, and we were all really wiped. It was right here, like 9.15, 9.30, I don't know. And yeah. so it was like, God, I'm so tired. It had been such a long day. We did six hours already. I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. And then you said, hey, guys, I think I'm going to stay in. Then Drew's like, yeah, I'm going to stay in too. And I was like, so I sent Pete a text, and I was like, hey, man, 
I think those two guys are staying in. What do you want to do here? And he's like, come back out. Come on. Hang out with your boy. Hang out with your boy, Pete Sweeney. I yeah, was like, Pete, all right, Pete, Pete can sleep in today, too. So yeah. he was like, let's go. Yeah, so he was ready to go. And I'll be honest, Pete talks me into hanging out later than I planned to <laughs> lots of times in our lives. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm in Vegas. Pete, I'm going to come back down. So go back down to Circa. We're trying to live bet the Hawaii game because it's late and we're looking for games. That's what happens a lot. That's what happens. Pete's, you know, Pete had lost his bet on the Lakers. We're trying to live bet Hawaii. And then once we're running out of stuff to bet at the sports book, we're like, well, I don't want to call it a night yet. Let's go play some blackjack. The most hilarious thing happened at blackjack. All right, so no big deal, right? We get to a table, get our chips. We're ready to go. And inside of, I would say, maybe at the table seven minutes. Server comes by. Ask if you'd like a drink. Of course we'd like a drink, right? We're all having fun, hanging out, betting some blackjack. We get a couple of drinks. She comes back. She brings them. We tip her, and we walk. And then she walks away. You maybe, both tipped her. Okay. Yeah, maybe four, five minutes later, Pete looks at me. We're, it's just the two of us at the blackjack table together. Pete's winning a little bit. I'm about even. He looks at me and said, hey, man, what are the, what are the green chips worth? I was like, wait, twenty five bucks. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. they are. Mm-hmm. That is actually accurate, Cold. He thought that they were worth twenty five cents. Oh no! Oh no! So when he was attempting, and I am not kidding, you got to be kidding. When he was attempting to tip the server a dollar for bringing a drink, he instead tipped her <laughs> after getting a single drink in which we had been there for maybe fifteen minutes. One hundred dollars. Oh, for goodness one, gracious, Pete! For one Pete, Pete. So he's a Pete's gambled before. I mean, it's not like this is not his first rodeo. Then I don't even. And you know. were only like just a few drinks. What I the mean, Pete? I mean, we'd been drinking a little bit. Pete had been ordering doubles. Uh. Maybe alcohol was in play. But he tipped her a hundred bucks, and I'm like, Pete, oh no! And I mean, he can't recover for a minute. He's just like, oh my god, I can't believe I tipped her. The dealers what laughing was her, at What us. was her reaction? Because if I'm her, she I'm thinking. Nothing. She just took the money and left Well, him. I'm sure she loved the fact that she got tipped $100. But I also went like, she's probably like, oh, this guy's really trying hard to. This, I mean, that, that's. Like, if I would have done that, it would. Oh, I, I can't believe that that actually occurred. How? So, I mean, come on. It probably Pete. went through her head and then she turned around and there was probably. Th- that story was probably told by her uh-huh. as well. She's like, to look at this guy. Did he ever get his drink? Big baller. She, yes. But he better got that she, drink in five seconds. She took. A while to come back for oh, the second. That's crazy. Though. I think there was a little bit of embarrassment in the like. She must have gotten back to me like, damn, a hundred bucks. The certain Pete way, Sweetie, the, the dealer at us. She's like, uh, she's like, oh no, are you are you serious? The dealer is laughing. She's like, are you serious? And then she's like, look, if you want to feel better about it, she's eight months pregnant, and she was. She was definitely pregnant. It's like, <sighs> so Pete is officially a sugar daddy. I don't know any other way to put it. Pete is officially someone's sugar daddy. He tipped $100 for a single cocktail. By the way, karma. Karma came back in a big way for Pete Sweeney. Even though he tipped $100, Pete came out big last night. I'm not going to say the exact amount. I'll put a business on the street. But he came out big. He won a nice little chunk after that. So, despite the fact that he he still lost 100 bucks on one drink. He won. I mean, I I, I guess. What what was the drink he ordered? What 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 hundred dollar double drink? vodka soda? That's a hundred dollar double vodka soda. A <laughs> hundred dollar double vodka soda is what he ordered last night. Oh man, dude! I could. I would not have expected that from Pete either. Like, cause I know Pete, you know, Pete gambles a little bit as well. It's not like it's not a shot at you, Drew, but like if you would have you, you don't Something gamble, I done. You, yes. you don't gamble a whole lot. So if you would have done it, it would have been hilarious. But I would have been like. Oh, I feel. T- I would have felt even worse for you because oh, yeah. you, like, you maybe like Pete's. Pete's done this. What? How did it happen? Maybe I don't know. Maybe the cocktails were flowing more than I realized. I just think he thought, like, I don't know what it was. First, they don't really give you quarters and change for like the <laughs> like we weren't playing like high limit, but for the limit we're playing, they're not giving you quarters. They're going to give you dollars if you want, even if you get small. They're mostly just going to give you fives and twenty fives for what you were betting, and so I just, I mean, I, I, dude, I, I woke up this morning still thinking about it. Pete sent me a text this morning, obviously <laughs> still, like, Pete ha- did not have to wake up early this morning, so he was up before 8 a.m. He sent me a text that said, I didn't end up playing, he's like, I still can't believe last night. <laughs> then he said he thought about gambling some more and then realized he'd lose the money he had won, so he walked away. Smart. Went to White Castle instead, and then later told me, he's like, and then I realized, 
I paid with my debit card at White Castle. I had that cash on. Yeah, there. like someone said, that's a good way to keep the waitress coming back. Yeah, but how many more drinks did he order after that? It's not. It's not like two. Yeah. So he, so the argument of like, well, you guaranteed she'd keep coming back to the table. Not necessarily. You guys weren't playing for eight hours or six hours or something. Dude, if I you was guys already, played for forty five more minutes or something, it would like also that. be like, different. Typically, if I'm going to tip someone a hundred dollars, I better have won a lot at the table, and it's usually going to the dealer. No offense to the server, but that's usually going to the person who's winning me money. So Pete thought he was giving four quarters. I was giving her a buck. Four quarters to the waitress, mm-hmm. not four mm-hmm. $25 chips. <laughs> yeah. Man, oh, man. Yeah, dude, dude, it couldn't have been 15 minutes at the table. And the look, the, I'm t- I wish I could describe the look of terror on his face when he was like, hey, Cody, what, a, what are the green ones? Like he must have looked down at the chip and saw like a dollar <laughs> next to 25 or watched me bet a green or something. Oh, and he was like, uh, I was like, those are 25 bucks. He's like, oh, no, God, oh, God. So if you're listening out there and you need a sugar daddy, you guys know where to go. Pete Sweeney. Pete Sweeney will, will take care of you, ladies out there. Yeah, he's got you covered. He's <laughs> taking care of eight-month pregnant women, you know. He cares. He's the most generous man in Las Vegas. Right. One drink, $100, See, no problem. True. You notice that Pete Sweeney's willing to support women and willing to yes. support future careers and opportunities. Cody won't go to a strip club and do the same thing. <laughs> I know, and, do the same, and do the same thing. Yes. It's the same thing. I have not gone yet. I have not paid Some would argue you, you could get a little bit more out of it as well. Compared to what Pete did. That's right, Drew. That's exactly right. Well, I mean, it'd be hard to get less than your value than what Pete got for one one vodka. Uh, well, there you go. Vegas. That's uh, <laughs> That second drink came back quick. I mean. I'll say on. that. I mean. Uh, and the thing is, it wasn't. Someone asked, like, was it wasn't like Pete was way into the drinking. It was. No, he, he had a couple drinks. That was yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he was feeling himself a little well, bit. But I don't, I don't should, think as he, he was. Should. I mean, I, I think I've personally seen uh-huh. Pete in a, a, a dicier <laughs> situation than that. 100 bucks, man. 100 there you bucks. go. Red Fridays here brought to you by ComCare. Call or text 988 for 24-7 mental health support. Here coming up in about 20 minutes or so, we're expected to be joined uh, by Cody Decker uh, from SiriusXM, host of Beetle and Decker, also host over on BetQL. Get his perspective, not only on that scenario, but obviously on the game. Let's get into that. It's a Friday. We normally, in a, in a normal week on Fridays, of course, we're talking about just who's going to show up in this game and, and how this, this game's going to flow overall. We can give our final score later on when we, when we do that in the, in the 1 o'clock hour. Aaron Ladd's going to join us uh, a little bit later on in the show as well as he would on, on a Friday and Maybe we'll try to have at least – you brought the club 6-10 sign, so we'll see what happens. I did. Who knows how that's going to go. But when you look at this game, the the biggest concern that you have for the Chiefs to win is what? Or to not win? So I thought at first I was maybe thinking about an individual matchup like, oh, Debo versus the linebackers or Christian McCaffrey against this run game. But there was one stat yesterday that was so glaring to me, and I thought more about it, that this is my biggest concern. And it's their ability to be good on offense in the second half. Right now, the Chiefs, in the regular season, were the fifth-worst team in second-half scoring in the entire NFL. The 49ers were number one. They are the best second-half scoring team in the NFL. So unless they're going to build a big lead going into that half, I'm worried about second-half scoring and their ability to do it consistently once the 49ers make the adjustment. If I could just see them get on the board early in that third quarter, I'm going to feel great even if the game is close. But that, that, that is glaring. The fact that one team is so good in that scenario and the other team has been so bad, including not scoring any second-half points against the Ravens, I worry about that thing creeping its ugly head back up more so than the drops or the penalties at this point. To go with that, I think it's this team getting off to a slow start, something they haven't done. So you're like, well, why are you concerned about it? Well, they, they haven't done that, but if they were, if you told me that uh, unlike what we've seen here in the playoffs to this point in time, if Kansas City did uh, lose the toss and the Niners win and so the Niners defer and the Chiefs start with the football, knowing that they would not get the opportunity to double dip to start the second yeah. half, if Kansas City in their, their scripted plays, even though Andy's been great at that, let's say on the drive, they what happened to Baltimore happens to them. They go 3-9 and out of their first drive, and you're like, oh, basically – Go right down and they go, and then all of a sudden you're down seven nothing. You know you won't get the ball back to start the second half, and you know about the second half offensive struggles. That's where it gets a little dicey. I would argue that probably is how the 49ers would feel as well. But it, they have been off to slow starts in the first half. We all agree they can't afford to do that either on the Niners side. But at the same time, in the back of their mind, they've come back from being down twice, so they're confident that if you get up on them, they're they're not going to panic either. And so there, there's a balance between the two. I think that is a concern. I'm with you. And the other part would just be uh, about this team defensively. As great as they've been, Kyle Shanahan, if he truly is going to commit to the run throughout the entire game, can the Chiefs 
be sure tackling against Christian McCaffrey? Can they limit Christian McCaffrey to a certain extent and not allow him to just be an unbelievable force in this game, which he has a chance to do? I mean, that that's my number one concern from a playmaker standpoint. I think it is for everybody, is Christian McCaffrey just taking over a football game. And if they are going to give him 20-plus touches – what does that look like, and and what does Kyle Shanahan have up his sleeve? What's funny about Christian McCaffrey is he could have 110 yards and the Chiefs still win this game. He has 110 yards all the time. I mean, that's just – in every game in which he plays pretty regularly, that's about what he's good for, man. I mean, I, I know that we'd like to think about it differently or view it differently, but I, in a weird way it's like because I accept what he does, I worry more about – somebody else getting him because that's where they really that's get where points. Debo you know, Debo Samuel is the I still think he's not been talked about I mean I don't know week. who's guarding Kittle I'll be honest what's weird about Kittle uh is his his postseason numbers actually aren't that great this no, is it this is regular it. season numbers he's, he's phenomenal he's one of the best tight ends in football but for whatever reason the postseason numbers have not been as good he's like the opposite of Kelsey in the postseason Kelsey finds a whole other level in the postseason for whatever reason Kittle's been Kind of whole home. I think it was, I can't remember what national show it was yesterday. We were comparing, uh, I think it actually might have been Nick Wright. It was uh, MVS's postseason numbers compared to Kittle's postseason numbers, and they are, like, identical, Cody. Yeah. Which, I mean, I mean we, we obviously know George Kittle is a hell of a lot better football he's player. He's been but, great at blocking, I'm yeah. sure, in the postseason, you know? <laughs> yeah. Just a great, yeah. phenomenal blocker. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But some of that is just because they got other weapons to throw to. You know how that works. Like, they have so many mouths to feed. Sometimes when they go through quiet stretches or a guy like Kittle goes through a quiet stretch, I'm not as critical. I will say this. That is a huge difference for anybody who still wants to try to make some dumbass argument like, well, Kelsey's no longer the best tight end in the NFL. It's like you might want to factor in what they do when the lights are on. And when the lights are on, Travis Kelsey takes his game to an entirely different level. I thought, you know, like, again, I, I, I don't worry as much about the, the, that. The turnovers still give me a little bit. Not surprisingly, as we pointed out yesterday, well, teams that are really good turn the ball over a lot less than the Chiefs in the regular season. But, I don't know, in the postseason they've kind of put it behind them. So I don't want to, like, overly panic about that part of this game either. Whether or not the the old stuff creeps back in, I think that's fair. It's just it's 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 hard for me to imagine it, it all falling apart again after they, they put it together for three playoff games, including two on the road. But I guess that's fair. I mean, if you think that what they were for a bulk of the season – comes back up I, it's hard for me to view them at what they were in the regular season now that we've seen them when it matters most and when there's a new level of intensity in the yeah. experience that suddenly they're going to have less focus and the drops happen again and that the turnovers happen again and that the penalties happen again I mean Jawan Taylor and Donovan Smith both just went into two hostile environments and played their best football I I, I think there's something to be said for doing that in those spots in a confidence level and knowing that you're you're this close to, to winning a Super Bowl. I mean, you, there's there's no way you're not uh, locked in more now than than you haven't been at any other point of the season. Like I mean, you 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 are more locked in right this second than you've ever been. And so I, I just don't think you're going to see the lack of focus from Juwan Taylor. And therefore, if they're getting that kind of play at right tackle against Nick Bosa, then Patrick Mahomes will have time. I think the underneath routes are going to be the the story of the game. Well, the, the yards after the catch stuff for Rasheed Rice, I go back to that last game, and I know, again, it was called back for penalty. God, he could have had a big game. Rasheed Rice, all in yards after the catch, could have had a big game. The Texans right in pointing out. They're like, hey, but the Chiefs are the best second-half defense yeah. in the NFL. I'm like, you're right. You're, you're, no doubt. But I don't want to play a game in which it's 13-10 Chiefs at halves, and then I'm just wondering whether or not they oh, can I- win 13-10. You right. know what I'm saying? Like that's you know, like that's where the like something's gotta give situation. I understand. I like, hear you, but I'll be honest. If you tell me it's thirteen hit and a half, it is going exactly to me how the Chiefs should. Oh, want it's it. going fine. Not just because they're ahead, but that's the type of game that the Chiefs are winning. Like truly, low scoring. That that is exactly where you want this thing to be. I, I mean, actually, I I, w- I would disagree. I would say that's that's totally where they want to be. You're saying that like can from they, an offensive perspective, sure, you know? but I, I still, but that's what that's how they have won games this year. I mean, it's not going to be 28-24 at halftime. It's going to be 21-17 at halftime. I mean, it's going to be a lower scoring game. This is also like, how much do you believe in the regular season versus the postseason? Because like the Ravens' defense was one of the best defense in the league this year, so okay, you struggled on, on offense against one of the league's best defenses. The Bills were a top five defense again from a scoring perspective. Okay, that make, makes sense maybe in the second half, but they scored against them, obviously. The 49ers were a top-five defense this year, but have not been since mid-December. Yeah, can they find it again with, with two weeks? Can they can they get Fred Warner and that defense to play at the level they were playing at earlier on in, in the season? That is, a, that is going to, to shift, I, I think, how 
the start of the game goes? Like, what do, do they clearly look different immediately? Because we know that defense has, has really struggled in the first half in these divisional round and, and championship round games. But I, I, we're all thrilled. We're all excited. We're all antsy to get to, to kick off on Sunday. But I, I truly get the sense that most people we've talked to, while, yeah, they're all starting to lean more towards Kansas City than they were at any point this season, I also think everybody thinks this is going to be a close one. I don't know of anybody that actually yeah. believes this is going to, to be blowout territory or that, that somebody's going to be up you know, 17 to even 7 at any point in time. I think this is going to be 7 points or less margin throughout the entire game. Yeah, we're just the entire game. You're like, well, it's one score oh, again. Sweat, or, sweat, oh, now man. the 49ers are up by 3. And, okay, now the Chiefs are back up by 4. And, okay, here the 49ers have it tied again. You know, like. I don't. I don't disagree with that. I think there's a big part of this game. You and I, and we've said this the entire time. I'd be really shocked if this game wasn't close. But that's also where. And I know Brock Purdy's had a couple of nice moments in crunch time, in this postseason. I'm not. I'm not trying to. But it's still a limited evidence thing. Cool, you did it twice. Can you do it against the Super Bowl against the league's best defense, with Patrick Mahomes bearing down your throat? And I do think at some point teams and defenses start to feel that like Tiger Woods effect where. All of a sudden, Mahomes like, you're up by three, but you see Mahomes like patting the ball, tossing it back and forth, and being like, okay, whew, this guy's going to be tough to stop. Like, you know, because he, it's the Tiger Woods when you hear the roar when you're a couple of holes ahead of him, and you're like, oh, God, not again. Don't let this happen again. And I think that that's a fair way to think because Mahomes has proven, I don't know, 15, 20, 30, 45 times how often he can do this thing. I just – there's a lot of different factors that kind of go into this game that make you wonder – how does it turn into a blowout? And I don't think that's the case. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Other than Mahomes and Andy Reid, obviously, for what they can do historically and being a thing. Are there other players you think that have more on the line than them? Chris Jones, contract, maybe Super Bowl stuff, you know? Or are we talking Are we talking legacy or are we talking about what it actually means in, in the short term? Because if we're talking about legacy, nobody has more on the line than no, Mahomes and Purdy guys, and, and how people are going to view them the rest, of, the rest of their careers. Now, if we're talking short term, um, I mean, if Legereus Sneed shuts down Brandon Ayuk on this stage, even though he's, he's been shutting down all year, but truly there's some people who just don't pay attention. So yeah. if he does it on this stage Sunday and Ayuk is held to like three or four catches for 50 yards or wh- whatever the number is, but under, under 60 or 70 sure. yards, and, and he, if he does that on, on this spot, I, I think you're going to see him earn a couple more million dollars in the offseason. I still believe the Chiefs will get the deal done, but it's going to be more challenging for them. So there's the, the short-term impact for him. I also think if we're talking longer-term trajectory for a guy like Trent McDuffie, who's in his second Super Bowl in two years, if he is able to get two rings in two seasons in the NFL, 
then you're starting to put him in, in a category where people the rest of his career will view him differently. I'll give you a, one that I think is a bit strange, but I, because you're like, well, how can it be he's, he's so young? Rasheed Rice, here's why. If he has a massive game in the Super Bowl and they go on to win, he might very well have been like convincing the Chiefs by this being like, well, I guess we got our one. Look at what he did the second half of the season. The man just showed up huge in the Super Bowl. We're good. You know what? That's our guy, and we're going to go into next year saying that's our guy. We're throwing to this guy no matter what. Not what if we sign Mike Evans and we split the time between them. He has a chance to earn himself the, like, wow, he might be the second-best rookie receiver in the entire NFL this year, which he might have been anyway behind Puka Nakua, but also cementing and convincing the Chiefs that their planet wide receiver can include nice twos because he's the man. He's the guy. I think a huge Super Bowl could, in a way, kind of sway that. Not that they would ignore wide receivers. I, say, I don't want that. But that I mean, they, yeah. Not that they would ignore it, but that they wouldn't go for the guy that is like Mike Evans and instead say, that's our one, let's get the best two on the market, or let's draft a couple of guys to pair up with this great young receiver. I think there's a chance that that could move the needle. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope that, and I think Brett Veach, they've watched the, the, the team this year, that whether it's in the draft or free agency, they're still going to go after somebody. And Rashi Rice, to his credit, has made me and others rethink uh, whether or not you, you should cap him at a number two or whether or not he actually can be a number one. Because you look at the numbers this year in his rookie season. Now, number one wide receivers typically aren't just 1,000-yard receivers. So I that's why I, I know we're all excited about where he's at. I still think like most number ones on top five, top ten offenses – are 1,300-plus-yard receivers. The argument is, well, that you got Travis Kelsey. Years to get yeah, but too. Travis Kelsey also wasn't a 1,000-yard receiver. So yeah. I, I still think they need somebody a, a step above that. Now, it's his rookie year. Can he progress from there? Sure. You know what? Do you believe that in three years or something, let's say Travis Kelsey's not here, can Rasheed Rice, when everybody is keyed on him, there's, there's no – like, do you believe that he can go and actually win matchups all game long? That, that I don't know the answer to. I, I know there's yeah. some other wide receivers that have already done it. It's the proven versus unproven thing. But you know, I, I, I don't think if Rashi Rice goes off and has 100 yards in the Super Bowl in a, in a touchdown, which would be incredible, I don't think the organization to say, oh, wow, we really, you know what, we could just get like a tier two or three guy now. I, I don't think they'll think that way, nor should they. We are broadcasting live in Las Vegas, our big game coverage. Brought to you by Community America Credit Union. Community America Credit Union, proud to be the exclusive banking partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Get your Chiefs checking account, including the exclusive Chiefs debit card at ChiefsChecking.com. Coming up next, we'll be joined by Cody Decker of SiriusXM and uh, Bet for the Cycle on BetQL. Get his response uh, to uh, our question that we posed earlier today and uh, whether or not he agrees with something The Rock had to say about you and him, Cody. That's next. Back here in Las Vegas on Radio Row, thanks to our friends at Papa Murphy's. Order online for the big game this weekend and save $3 off any large or family-sized pizza with promo code 610. And by Shelter Insurance, an insurance company you can trust. Visit shelterinsurance.com to learn more. Cody and Gold here, final day on Radio Row. We'll be here through the entire weekend, though. We've had some great guests stop by, and we continue that here on a Friday with Cody Decker. The text line quickly pointed out, Cody, uh, they said former Royal, part of the Royals organization, Cody Decker as well. We, we initially were just talking about uh, Sirius XM, Mad Dog Sports Radio, and also over on BetQL. But uh, your time in KC, what, what do you remember about I know I know it wasn't uh, a long stint. I remember it being brief <laughs> is what I remember it being. I, I loved it, though. The, the Royals, the fan base was great. I had a great spring training. I ended up uh, you know, just narrowly not making the team. They sent me to Omaha, trade me two weeks later. Um, but, yeah, they, it was class act organization. Obviously, it was the old regime, uh, but a bright future for that organization right now. This week, sure. the huge news. Oh, I mean, there's not many things that could have taken us away from the Chiefs the mm. week of the Super Bowl, but Bobby Wood Jr., the 11-year extension. What, what's your reaction to that? Because everybody's fired up in Kansas City to see an sure. organization like that be able to lock up a, a superstar. Uh, you know, it's it's good for the organization. I think it's good for baseball. You know, we're seeing guys like Corbin Carroll, you know, signing long-term over there in Arizona. We're seeing uh, Rodriguez up in, in Seattle doing the same thing now with Kansas City. You know, Kansas City spent $100 million this offseason. That's not something we're used to saying Kansas City does. So I'm very excited for this organization. And by the way, they're in the most winnable division yes. in, forget baseball, sports. So <laughs> yeah. who's to say they can't win this division right Just away? get like 82, 83 wins and you're in it. Max. Possibly. I mean, the, well, you know the Twins are going to somehow, for whatever reason, be under 500. And, you know, the White Sox are currently Ooh. a Little League team at the moment. And the Kansas City Royals, it's right there for them. I mean, the Guardians, who knows? It's going to be a unique season. 
in a way, the Royals are really fortunate that the White Sox are in the division. They're the one big market, and they act like the smallest market on the planet. They've never signed a player to a $100 million contract. It's a weird, weird thing. When, when Andrew Benatendi is your highest paid player, and I love Andrew Benatendi. I want to make Great that dude. a funnily player. On the field and off the field. But he shouldn't be your highest paid player of all time, is all I'm thinking. No, probably not. Look, That's all. Look, at the game, I, I'm always curious for anyone's perspective on the Chiefs that isn't us, just because – we get kind of blind to it. The one thing we can't shake is, but they have Mahomes. How close do you think these rosters are in your mind? The Pretty 49ers cl- and the Chiefs. They're close, but let's be real clear. I think the defense for the Kansas City, for Kansas City Chiefs right now is what's going to actually put them over the top. I'm not expecting this to be a shootout. I think it's going to be a lower scoring game, not unlike that game we just saw last uh, two weeks ago, I should say, against the Ravens. But, you know, you're not wrong. It's, I know it's a cheat when we're on sports radio and sports TV and we say, well, they have Patrick Mahomes. But I'm, it's the only reason I need they have Patrick Mahomes, and that's why I think the Chiefs are going to win another Super Bowl. We have to say more than that typically on yeah. – you know, like, We're like, well, they have Mahomes. End of show. That's you it. guys enjoy your Friday. You guys figure out what to do for these next three hours. <laughs> we're talking to Cody Decker here from Radio Row. What, what is the formula, though, for the 49ers? I mean, I agree with you. It's going to be a close game no matter what, and maybe in lower scoring. But what's it look like for Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers to have a lead late in the fourth quarter? Got to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. You have CMC, use CMC. Use it. That man has been running himself into every car wreck in football this year. Just have him do it 30 times this week. That's all you got to do. Did you feel as personally attacked by The Rock as I did yesterday? That what? entire one. Okay, hold on. I'll listen. Listen to what The Rock had to say mm-hmm. about pretty much just people with our name. Then there's the other passionate uh-huh. fans yeah. of Cody. Yep. And they're called the, uh, what's that? Oh, Cody Crybabies. Yeah. Oh, that's what they're called. okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Got it. I didn't, I didn't know the name that was coming. It was the Cody it. Crybabies. Yeah, okay. And these are grown men. And uh, Cody got to finish his story. <laughs> he has to finish yes. his story right now. It's like, wait a second. Hold on. Hey, Dad. You want to go outside and play catch with me? Not now. Cody's just and I'm upset. The wife comes in. Hey, honey, do you want to go have sex? Not now. You've got to finish this story. At the end of the day, look, you've got the Cody crybabies, and you have the Cody fans, and then you have Cody himself, and there's a clear distinction between the three. But The Rock says this. Those Cody crybabies, the ones for every 10 tweets, they're shoving a chicken McNugget in their mouth. For every 20 tweets, they're shoving two McNuggets up. What? The Rock says this. All you got to do is sit back, know your role, shut your mouth, and enjoy the ride that The Rock is going to take us on. So hashtag that. Hashtag shut your hashtag Cody Crybabies. If you're curious what it, you know, like that feels like drops for both of us for maybe an eternity. He makes some fair points. <laughs> is all I'm saying. He makes fair points. Uh, it's a stupid name. Cody's a stupid name. I oh, have, my God. I've I can't believe it. you're the only person who agrees with me. I've, way. I've, I've had this name my entire life, and I've been miserable because of it. I'm not miserable because of my name, but here's the problem I've run into is my name was perfect for anyone aged five to about 17 as an adult who's 39 cody's not a serious name no that's a that's a kid's name my middle name is bancroft and i think when i turn 50 i'm switching nice that's it i won't be cody anymore i'll be 50 i'll be a member of the civil war (laughs) love that exactly no no yeah cody's a stupid name yeah you take cody to the park you don't you don't you don't do a serious business deal with cody like, you'd be embarrassed if you were in a relationship. You'd be like, I, I want to introduce my dad, you know, to Cody. You're like, Cody, that's his name. That guy's not successful. I no am chance. embarrassed. You think I'm <laughs> – uh, thank you for realizing how you know, awful my future is. <sighs> I, know you're, I know you're a Raiders guy, yeah. uh, unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately, you're, oh, on I a, know. you're on in Kansas City. Yeah, exactly. Well, we, we've enjoyed the fact that there's Chiefs logos all over your facility. Oh, have you? Yes. That's very cool. very nice. much so. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it has been very enjoyable. You know, it's not just the Chiefs logo. It's also the San Francisco 49ers. Is that right? I haven't too. noticed it as much. I don't know if you noticed that. No. And so you're taking the two teams that I just really oh, – that's right. My yeah. whole, yeah. But here's the thing. Here's the honest God truth. As much as I want to pretend I hate the Chiefs, they're impossible to hate. They're too enjoyable. I, I, I love watching Kelsey. I love watching Mahomes. It's, it's must-watch television. So I appreciate the Chiefs. I just want them to stop beating the hell out of my Raiders. And I had Aiden O'Connell on yesterday, and I asked him this. If, if, uh, if, if the Chiefs do win this Super Bowl, like, you should like, be like, oh, couldn't beat, couldn't beat, couldn't beat the Chiefs, huh? I did. Right. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's got that. I mean, what was funny, we, Sean Payton was walking by earlier, and, of course, the Broncos were able to beat uh, the Chiefs at some point this year as well, and it's just weird. It's one of those th- – that's the story of this team, though, you know, that everybody did count the, the Chiefs out at some point. I feel like we all were looking at them. When did you, A, maybe start to think it wasn't going to happen, and then 
what was the point where you said, oh, they're going to go win the Super Bowl? I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. There was no point at this year that I didn't think they were going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, they had issues with their receiving core, but they had similar issues last year, and they won the Super Bowl. And if this is the bad team, this is the right. bad Chiefs team, oh, dear God, they lost six <laughs> games. Patrick Mahomes has never lost six games. When they immediately got in the playoffs, I immediately just started betting them on the money line, just laughing my way to the bank, going, guys, they're going to do it again. I don't know. It's Patrick Mahomes in January. He does not go home in January. The Sharps just keep going the other side. They went, they were on Buffalo, they were on the Ravens, and they're dipping back in. That's why the line stayed where it is. I thought maybe he was going to get closer to pick them. That thing went right back to two points. I don't know why. I truly don't. I think, I, I think this is a Chiefs Super Bowl to lose. I don't think they're going to, though. Where are you out on the Taylor Swift stuff? There's a lot of old grumpy men that are upset. Where you strike me as someone that thinks it's good for the league and fun. It's awesome. Who doesn't like Taylor Swift? If you don't like Taylor, that's kind of a you problem. Yep. I, I, I actually echo what The Rock just said to all of those men. That's just uh, speaking. Cody is general. People. Yes, yes, yes. Everybody, th- those are the Codys he's referring to. Because Taylor Swift's awesome. This is a great thing. I don't know why anyone has problems with 25 seconds of their life exactly. being showing Taylor Swift. What is the deal? Like, if you, if Taylor Swift Swift bothers you this much, you are just I, you're not a you're, you don't belong on my planet. It's so annoying. I think some of it is what's funny is I don't think like the way the amount that people notice that I was like, are you not realizing that there's only like 19 minutes of actual football played in three and a half hours? And by the way, they're going to the whole sport works. They're going to go to the crowd anyways. And if Taylor Swift is there, yeah, I want to see if Taylor Swift is doing a weird dance. I want to see <laughs> if Jason Kelsey's in there without his shirt on. That's what I want to watch. I'll admit I walked in a little bit late. Do you have to eat? Uh, 75 chicken nuggets today? Oh, dear God. Tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so Cody, Cody's on BetQL. You bet, uh, bet for the cycle, uh, part of the Odyssey family, and you guys do a lot of weird bets on that show. Yeah. And not, not just talking about it, actually making bets, but punishments. Yes, yes, yes. So I've eaten a Vegemite sandwich. I had to do a whole show dressed as raw, uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. I had to do another show dressed as a Mountie. Our, one of our producers had to get a tattoo. Our, our other producer, Mario, he has, he has to get a belly button ring, and I got him a pink diamond uh, with a uh, dangly um, <laughs> Hello Kitty logo on it. He's got to wear a crop top yeah. for at least the show? I, I have to get a nipple piercing, and I have to keep that in for a month. <sighs> you, you, you say that. I'm excited. Um, <laughs> and then uh, tomorrow, the 75 chicken nuggets, man. I am dreading this what, punishment. What's the most you've ate before? Not 75. Not 75. Yeah. Yeah. 20? Like Maybe twenty. Person. One of those maybe twenty. 20. Those twenty packs. It's something we've all been there at some point. Yeah, maybe. back when yeah. I was a fat kid, yeah. like in, in two thousand three, <laughs> and yeah, it probably crushed me some twenty nuggets. But seventy five, dude, I'm gonna have a rough weekend. All right, let's get your game prediction though. Presented by Spice and Foods, the official sauces of the Kansas City Chiefs. I know you guys have done some hot sauce stuff on your show too. Maybe we need to give you a couple of these so you guys have for future bets. Oh. But how you do you ignore s- the logo for a minute? You know, since you're a Raider. No, 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 no. I appreciate it. <laughs> how do you see it going on Sunday? I think it's gonna be the Chiefs. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it's gonna be something along the lines of nineteen. 14, so not really not that different than the, the game against the Ravens. I think it's going to be a lower-scoring game. But I do think the passing yards are going to be there. I already took a you know play on the over, what, 260 one and a half. half. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I took that one uh, like a week ago. Uh, so I'm looking forward to this game all, all around that. I took the Chiefs on the money line again because why wouldn't I? Yeah. Alt-line minus two and a half, I think, are both are also plays for it's that. It's right there, man. Cody, appreciate the time, man. Anytime. Thanks for having That's me. That's Cody Decker. You can, of course, catch him on Mad Dog Sports Radio Channel and Bet for the Cycle, part of the Odyssey family, over on BetQL, the BetQL app, and on Switch. And uh, find out if he can actually eat 75 chicken nuggets uh, tomorrow on BetQL. 75, 75 so man. many nuggets, man. I, we've talked about these eating challenges. I know we're, there, there's, we have some limitations of what we're allowed to do on, on certain eating challenges. You've done the pocket ship on the air yeah. uh, at one point. The hot sauce thing, that – like these, I don't know the ones we have here. If any of these are on the the ridiculous hot level to where you'd start crying, I don't know the Louisiana two eighteen Harissa hot sauce and the garlic. Again, our, our hot sauce three packs very popular here on Radio Row. We actually left like one or two on the table, and uh, of course they vanished overnight. We have oh, plenty, yeah. but we we, we purposely keep stealing from our table, you know. Yeah, thieves. The Raiders hat was discovered again, though. Oh yeah, you know what? But the guy who we thought stole it yesterday uh, wasn't wearing it. So today. yeah. You think he just still returned think, it? I still think it's him. Check it for sweat. Yeah, he, you think he looked like a sweaty person? Is that what you're saying? He kind of looked a little <laughs> sweaty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not try, I'm not trying to be like, I'm not trying to bury the guy, yeah. but yeah. come on, dude. He looked a little he, sweaty. He did. I, 
the text line is 100% correct. Yeah, we can't have it on the table. You should have given that to Cody. He is the Raiders fan. Oh, yeah. Uh, no Cody Decker, that is. Our, our, Cody. our, our Cody here. Cody this, Ta- this Cody. Th- this Cody. Uh, someone said at least one of the Cody's pays up on I their I paid a battery bet except for the strip club so far. That's a big one. Not that's only up. one. That's outstanding from two years ago. That's 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 a, that's an old bet. Are you paying it off tonight? Tonight's the, tonight, this tonight probably tomorrow? is logical. Or tomorrow. Friday. Tomorrow night. Turn up on, on a Saturday. You get to sleep in. We're going Gold to. Gold to sleep in. Well, Gold doesn't get to sleep in. He's got to do tomorrow. a show over on well, well, Tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. yeah. Into, on Sunday, yeah. Sunday. Sunday morning's going to be Sunday. incredible. I can't wait. Perfect time. Saturday night. It'll be night. game day. Alarm won't be set. I can't wait. It's yeah, going to be awesome. Yeah, honestly, I can't imagine it being any better than it was right then. <laughs> it was, That's yeah. That's maximum time. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, Saturday night's the night for it. After the Luke Combs concert. Go to Luke Combs and then Go to Luke Combs and then right to, to the library. Find the people to go with you at, from, from the concert. What, just like random people from the Luke's You never Luke know who Combs you're going to meet at yes. the concert. You might meet Gold's a 60-year-old friend or however old she was. I'm not going to put an uh, age on there. But. She, I mean, if she was 60, she looked pretty damn good for 60. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Looked pretty so damn maybe good. more like in the 50s? I think early 50s, mid-50s. And maybe I'm giving her credit. I don't know, you know? Two sugars. You have a sugar mama, and then Pete Why is, Pete the, sweet. Sugar Pete is daddy. the sugar daddy. Pete is no the sugar daddy. He is the sugar daddy. Yeah, I, I need Pete Sweeney to, uh, to to give all of us a few bucks to make sure we can she hit properly. She just slides 100 in your pocket and tells you to get yourself <laughs> something nice. <laughs> uh, go, ahead, go, go enjoy a nice dinner on me. Jeez. My goodness. Uh, we are live on Radio Row in Vegas. It's a Red Friday edition of Cody and Gold. Getting closer and closer to kickoff. I want to go back to the wide receivers for a second because MVS talked about Travis Kelsey and basically acknowledged how he works with this team and good cop, bad cop aspect to Travis Kelsey and how he talks to the wide receivers. Even though we saw the shot at, at times where he had his arm around Kadarius Tony at, at times this yeah. season. But it sounds like Travis Kelsey plays bad cop, according to MVS. Well, yeah, so not a – well, MVS denied it, but Travis Kelsey well, yeah, answered yeah, the yeah, question yeah. yesterday about it. MVS was funny because he kind of told you, he's like, I don't remember saying that. The reporter asked a question, hey, MVS said that Mahomes doesn't pick on the wide receivers, you become bad cop. And Kelsey was like, yeah, I'll be bad cop. But I actually think that that's the dynamic. Whether MVS said it or not, it's obvious that Patrick Mahomes spent his entire year babying gold, this wide receiver group, and trying to protect them from being the villain that would have been this case. But Travis Kelsey is bad cop? Like, the one thing where that tracks is he runs hot. Like, hotter than Patrick Mahomes most days. That's what it is, yeah. When he described the practice on Wednesday, getting chippy, I imagine he was at the forefront of it. Just like we've seen at every training camp for multiple years in Kansas City. And I think in a weird way that if somebody's going to be bad cop in a room, in a, in a meeting room, Travis Kelsey makes a better one than Patrick Mahomes for them. Because you don't want your quarterback feeling like he's disappointing you. Travis Kelsey, the man who can screw up things himself and has screwed up things and has said, look, you can overcome it, be better – He's a perfect voice for the wide receiver group to be like, this can be better. We can be a unit and not send the quarterback after you. Yeah, when you are a future first ballot Hall of Famer and you're, you know, Patrick Mahomes is going to be that as well, but he's still, he's 28 and you're right, the quarterback sometimes doesn't want to play that role. Uh, and, and people, it's, it's weird, people view if the quarterback is that guy yes. a little bit differently versus a tight end or, or a wide receiver. In this case, it's the tight end in, in Travis Kelsey. So I, I think that clearly dynamic has worked. Patrick Mahomes has figured out his role in, in this, and so has Travis Kelsey. And then you got Andy Reid, who who probably uh, is also just good cop across the board. Not that he won't, yeah, not he that he me. won't be critical at times, but he's definitely going to be more of the kind of the comforting figure. Although it's funny how we're talking about as a, as a positive now, but at times during the season we all said they needed the hard ass. They at some the, point, I thought the they needed cop. a kick. And maybe, and maybe Travis Kelsey, there was more of a shift than just being the the, the not that he's not supportive, but. Maybe they needed a little bit of that. I'll say this. That group, the offense in general, and MVS and some of these wide receivers, they are fully entitled to being, uh, to going in and being like, oh, said we weren't good enough to win a Super Bowl, huh? Well, that's going to happen if Flex. they win on Sunday. The Flex post is game, big, look, the you post can throw game, back some clips in my face. I don't the, care. The post game's always fun after a win for a variety of reasons. Oh, but yeah. part of it is the, you guys all said this, especially if MVS has another game, another big catch in this game. Let it lack if it's a freaking touchdown. I mean, like, Ooh. can you imagine? And it props to him if he go for it. Go I don't say care. what you want to say. Yeah, Flex Chiefs, on me. Chiefs fans are not going to be upset if you have a, a big time catch to help them win the Super Bowl. Nobody's going to care what you say about the, the the haters or doubters. Not not at all. Yeah, Brett Beach can go on every single show and be like, I "Thought you said the wide receivers I chose weren't good enough." And look, I'd say they still weren't talented enough, and maybe you should have made some other signings. But it certainly would have been good enough to win a Super Bowl. So who am I to complain? 
Look, when you've got Mahomes, as we've talked about this, you've got a lot of leeway. I think the the Mahomes thing is so interesting because that's what also makes them like the Texans. Like, what makes the Chiefs a villain? Well, the, the the way the other teams talk about him in a league, but the fact that Patrick Mahomes is not Tom Brady on the sideline most of the time, right? He's not throwing down the tablet. He's not in the face of MVS being like, "Are you kidding me?" That one sign in that game when he just went, "What happened?" Like when when Mahomes made a face. Like for the first time on the sideline, we're like, you could see him essentially say something frustration under his breath about something that took place on the field that involved a player like that was the first time I'd even seen him do that other than that he's just like you know what we'll be better but also why at any stage if you're him would you feel panicked about where you are as a team I mentioned this again but I mean when you go to that many Super Bowls you don't have to feel panicked about anything ever we're gonna be joined by Aaron Ladd of 41 KSHB 41 he's been in Vegas all week as well covering the team he's gonna join us in person it's been a little while since we had Aaron on the show I i got to ask him about I saw a live shot. I don't know if it was a live shot. It was more just a, a shot in one of his reports. And he was allowed to film and throw some dice while playing craps. I think they set up a specific nice. table for him in the casino to do it. So i, I got to find out how that whole thing. And if he was. Who doesn't like an interactive I, live shot? I was trying to see on the live shot. I couldn't tell what the dice were. I, I couldn't tell if he crapped out on his, on his roll or not. I don't know if he was like the people at the craps table we were playing at a night or two ago or if he actually was a hot shooter. Well, we got to find a hot shooter at we some point it. if we're getting back Need to the craps table. Need it. You and I, maybe we can go together. Maybe good luck together, because your Something. first your first roll did not go the way. Well, I haven't had a chance to shoot. I, other people at the table. Oh, yeah, have. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would love an opportunity to, to throw my own dice. Please. You like to throw the dice? Absolutely. Uh, who doesn't? Who doesn't like to throw some dice? There's nothing like throwing the dice, and, and if you get hot, and the whole table's winning. Oh, Everyone's feeling good. That that move, a hot that vibe. There is not a lot better than that when you're in Vegas or at a casino. You do kind of feel like a super. Honest to God, I don't mind when it's the other person. I'm just glad when somebody. Well, sure, you're making rolling money. and winning everybody money, but it is being the hero at the craps table is a completely different level of fun. I I absolutely agree. I'm going to take Pete back to the blackjack table at some point. I think he's owed at least seven or eight more drinks at the casino after tipping 100 bucks. Yeah, someone on the text line, 913-586-7610, says, you guys said it, y'all cooked MVS. Oh, no, 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 no. I oh, stand, I'm saying I, I'm I, part of it, I, yeah. I, I, well, I also 1,000% stand by the criticism. He, he, he still had a terrible season, guys, but it doesn't oh, yeah, matter now. Like we've, we've acknowledged there's a separation between the two. He was terrible this year and I have no interest in him being back on the team but I am all for giving the guy credit for what he is doing in the postseason it's very impressive props to him he will continue to get praised for that as he should and if he has another game and they win another ring he's someone that 20 years from now instead of being like oh he how terribly was in the season we're going to remember him for his moments in the postseason which is great and good for him it'll have two rings in his NFL career phenomenal uh or yeah two rings in his NFL career which would be phenomenal so yeah, the, the regular season criticism might 1,000% stand by it. The difference is if he gets a ring, he has the right to be like, yeah, I don't really give a damn what you guys said about me in the regular season. This is more of a next week conversation, I understand, if they win the Super Bowl. But just real quick, would it be harder for Chris Jones or Legereus need to leave this team knowing that they would have a chance to go back to back to back well, for I the still, first time ever? I, I still, ever? I still think it's a, it's a more challenging decision for Chris Jones just because he's been one of the faces of the team as well. The team that drafted him, like Darius Sneed, people, he was a fan favorite, but like this year is more when, like last year nobody was saying, oh my gosh, what are they going to do if they lose Darius Sneed? Now we all are. Yes. Chris Jones has been that guy from basically day one. And so I think that's the difference. And Chris Jones is also uh, someone that I actually, he seems more emotional. Like at least he, sh- he shows it more. Yeah. Emotional about the city and all that. I mean, he's got, you know, during the national anthem, otherwise he's got tears going down his eyes, uh, down, his, down his face, I should say during the National Anthem at Arrowhead for his final game, maybe. like Things like that. He shows the emotion more. I think it's a more challenging decision for him than Snead. But I've told you, I think the priority should be Legereus Snead. Yeah, and you can't, like, if you're Chris Jones, you got to secure your future and all that. You can't just be like, you know what, Chiefs, I'll take a one-year deal just to be here for the chance to go back to back to back for the first time. You can't, you know, you can't operate that way. I just can't imagine because that's never been done in NFL history. You would want to miss that opportunity, but again, we can worry about that next week um, as we get a little bit closer to it. I don't know that we've got the audio uh, available, but just real quick, did you see? So, like, Radio Row is really interesting because sometimes while we're doing stuff, we see clips later, right? Like The Rock on Pat McAfee trashing uh, Cody Rhodes, I believe, is what who it actually is. Not me or Cody Decker. Well, yes. But when you, no, I understand. <laughs> I was just trying to remember the wrestler's name. Uh, but then, like, the other one that stood out to me was JSN, Jackson Smith and Jigba, got asked – by a Chicago guy, what he thinks about I think the it was, new. 
I think it was Mark, Mark Car- Carmen. Mark Carmen, who used to work at 610, yeah. Got asked about the offensive coordinator who just left Seattle to come become the OC in Chicago. He could not have said less. He said, he's a nice guy. He straight up hit him with the, well, she's she's got a great personality. That's pretty much what he said, right? He didn't give a single nice compliment about the coach. Are you glad we're not there anymore? Well, of course. Yeah. It's asking if if they were live during the interview, knowing that he didn't he didn't know what live? to didn't know what to say. I also wonder if that for Jackson Smith and Jigbo was like, look, it's a wide receiver who wants the football. He feels yeah. like he didn't get the ball enough. But also, he was locking in DK Metcalf for there, you know. And I'll be curious to see the next level for for Jackson Smith and Jigbo. Yeah, we're but we're way we're way past that in Kansas City in terms of you know they've done a. When you have winning culture, not that Pete Carroll hasn't won in Seattle sure. at the time, and I know he's not coaching going forward, but like when you have winning culture, you don't you don't get the coaching criticisms while they're still on your team. Some of the criticisms happen after the fact, or it's a veteran that was there for a cup of coffee. Like uh, who was it? Was it Lashawn McCoy that was extremely yeah, critical? He was very, yeah, he's been literally Eric the only the enemy, one. You know, but, like, yes. but that's it. But that's a veteran that really wasn't, as far as I'm concerned wasn't really established and part of the Chiefs team anyway. Between that clip and Tyreek Hill talking about how much he, like, feels, like, sad that he sees all these guys being successful and he's envious of it, I just want that Tyreek Hill clip with just, like, sad violin music. I'm like, that's all I want, I think, moving forward. Because he knows what he did. He left this town for a big pile of cash, and now they've won one Super Bowl without him and have a chance to go back-to-back without Tyreek Hill. Reminder, we are streaming on YouTube, Twitch, uh, Facebook as well. If you want to check out a little bit of what Radio Row looks like, you can kind of see the individuals walking by occasionally. Yeah, we can flip the camera around. You can see Drew Drew sitting there hanging out as well. We are awaiting Aaron Ladd. I see him walking this way. So coming up next, we'll be joined on Radio Row by Aaron Ladd from KSHB 41. We'll get his perspective on this week. And uh, he sent out a tweet just a second ago I want to ask him about as well. That's next here on 610 Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 